0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Whichever time frame this message finds you. Today, I want to speak on a God given emotion. That if managed correctly. Can be a huge benefit. That God-given emotion that I want to talk about today is called anger. One truth about anger is that anger in and of itself is not bad, nor is it negative. It's just a matter of what I and you do with our anger. Again, anger is a God-given emotion that if managed correctly can be a huge benefit. I wanna be humorous at the same time serious when I say this. A little righteous indignation is a real life blessing and can help you to find two things. Firstly, a place of restoration and secondly, a place of peace. You look in the Bible and you read Mark the 11th chapter, the 15th verse, a passage of scripture that we're all familiar with or heard before. About Jesus going in the temple and turning over the tables, and I just want to read it very quickly. Mark eleven fifteen, it says, and they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple, and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that soul does. Can I tell you this? That we must understand that there are things in us, there are things around us that we would not correct if we were not angry. <laughs> I got a question for you today. What is going on in your temple whether it be your body, whether it be your home, what what is going on in your life that solely exists because we have become passive in an area that you and I need to confront. The truth is oftentimes anger helps us to confront those things that we would otherwise Ignore. But I don't want to be amiss. I want to tell you this. You cannot overcome what you will not confront. But you must remember that it takes courage to confront issues. But it also takes wisdom to resolve them. You know, I look at situations took place. The truth of the matter is some people have the anger to confront, but lack the wisdom to move beyond their initial emotion and produce a productive resolution. Like all vehicles, you do have to watch where your anger takes you. If you have the kind of anger that hurts people, if you have the kind of anger that makes you damage your own property, if if you have that kind of anger that makes you give up your position in life, I want to tell you that your vehicle is out of control. Take note of this. Don't crash the car. Just because it needs a tune up. You have to be careful how to harness the fuel of anger. And make it constructive. Not destructive. Because once you understand the purpose and the power of anger. Then we must examine the potential dangers of anger. In conclusion, anger begins to lose its constructive power once it jumps the track of reason. When anger stays too long, it comes out in destructive emotional. I'm gonna give you the scripture before I go Ephesians chapter 4 Verse 26 Be angry And sin not Let not the sun Go down upon your wrath. Anger is a God-given emotion. God told us to be angry. But he also says, sin not. So for sake of clarity, feeling angry is not a sin. But I do want to tell you that sin blooms when anger is allowed to take root. Examine your emotions. Examine your anger. Don't let anger drive and be in control of your vehicle. As the end result is anger will make you cause a collision. God bless you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Whichever time frame this message finds you. I pray that God blesses you. And I pray that He adds favor and increase into your life. Today, I want to use for a thought the strategies of destiny thieves. The strategy of destiny thieves. A thief normally does not announce his coming. And the most precious thing that the enemy wants to steal, the most precious thing that the enemy wants you to doubt, is your destiny. Reason for this is because he knows that with your destiny stolen. You cannot fulfill God's agenda for your life. See, a lot of people complain that. They don't know why all of a sudden things begin to go wrong with them. They don't know why all of a sudden things begin to go wrong in their relationships and their family, with their job. But the truth of the matter is, it's not a sudden thing. You see, very quietly, the thief has entered and started stealing. And the truth is, we only realize it when we can feel the impact of his operation. The thief does not normally announce his coming. Therefore, a thief does not reveal his identity. Likewise, the devil, what he does is that he tries to hide his identity to make you blame anything, to make you blame anybody apart from him. See, the devil is an expert at concealing his identity. And so he'll he'll make you blame your wife. He'll make you blame your husband. He'll make you blame your lawyer. He'll make you blame the doctor. He'll make you blame the economy. But would not like you to face him directly. (laughs) Another key factor. A thief normally does not like operating in broad daylight. You see, the enemy hates light. And a thief prefers the night. And that's why the Bible says that while men slept, his enemy came and planted tares among the wheat. The enemy prefers darkness. Darkness. See, he, he prefers when people are ignorant. He comes when a man is sleeping and is not watchful. He's not on point. The truth of the matter is many of us are sleeping. Not physically, but spiritually. What does it mean to sleep in the spirit? A person can sleep physically, but be awake in the spirit. And a person can sleep physically and also sleep spiritually. Let me help you. Many people sleep off while praying. Many people sleep off while reading the Bible. And this is why the enemy has the opportunity to plant things into people's lives. Some people they spend quality time. That they should use for praying. To watch television. Truth is many people do not pray at night. Because they're watching television. They're watching Netflix. They're on Instagram and Facebook and Telegram and WhatsApp, talking to everyone else, connecting with everyone else except for God. And so the enemy, he capitalizes on this to finish you off. You remember when Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he took with him Peter, James, and John. disciples and he said I must go a little further but he said pray with me for one hour see Christ he tried to encourage his disciples to keep watch with him but they could not because they were sleeping You know it's no wonder they that they took the wrong step when Jesus was being arrested. His arresters they came with sticks, they came with stones, they kept they came with swords. And Peter, who was sleeping, jumped up and cut off somebody's ear. Jesus says, "This is not the kind of battle we're fighting." The truth is, this is what spiritual slumber can do to a person. So I want to awake you today that if your prayer life is dead. You need to wake up. Because when you sleep. The thief will come in. And steal so many things from you. So the question is, when do you have quiet time? When do you take time out to pray or read up a, a portion of the Bible? Meditate on his word and pray. That's the question. Asking the Lord, Lord, what, what is it that you have for me today? A thief is a confidant trickster. Mm -hmm. I pray that you're encouraged today. Talk to God. Wake up. Seek him for direction. Seek him for clarity. God, I thank you for grace and mercy. God, I thank you for your love and kindness and your tender mercy. Father, I pray that you touch every listener. God, the enemy has stolen something from them. Somebody had their joy taken. Somebody had their peace taken. Somebody had their child taken. Somebody had their family taken. So Father, I pray for restoration today. I pray for increase. I pray for miracle after miracle God that everything that was taken Everything that was stolen That they received double That they will reap a harvest Hallelujah Cover every listener today God that is trying to find their purpose. And the only way to find their purpose is in you. The only way to know the road that is destined is through you. So Father, you already wrote out the blueprint for each and every one of our lives. And I bind the hand of the enemy that comes to discourage. I bind the hand of the enemy that comes to torment. I bind the hand of the enemy that comes to intimidate. I speak peace that surpasses all understanding. I speak unspeakable joy that even in the midst of trials and calamity, they can still smile. They can still push forward. Somebody needs strength today. God, give them the strength that they need. In the mighty name of Jesus. Cover every mind, cover every heart, cover every emotion. Keep them under your precious wings. Send your Holy Spirit to uplift and encourage. Bring back to their remembrance, God, that if you brought them out before, you can bring them out again. So, Father, we thank you. And we love you. We thank you for every open door, but we also thank you for every closed door. For every closed door is our protection. And every open door is our divine appointment. So God, we thank you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, I do pray. In Jesus' name.